Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Rebecca, welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. We are super, super excited to have you. Um, I want you to take just a minute to introduce yourself. Tell us um, your name, age. Um, what was something that um, you like to do as a teenage girl? And do you still do that? Yeah. So, Sherry, thank you so much for having me on here. I have been so excited to come on here and just hang out with you. So a little bit about me. Yes, I'm Rebecca. Um, I have been born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. I've lived here my whole life. I'm 20 years old. So been here ever since. Um, something about me is I, I just love Bible journaling and it has been a passion of mine. I wouldn't say that I really did it when I was a teenage girl. Um, it's kind of been something I've just grown to love. I've loved art ever since a teenage girl. Um, something that's not super uncommon is I've loved to paint. And I think that's where my love for Bible journaling really came in is my love for painting, um, calligraphy. I think it's all so beautiful and so cool. And I think that's just something that really stemmed, um, from my childhood. I used to, when I was a kid, I was painting all the time, coloring all the time. Um, just trying to draw pictures of literally everything that I could see, um, and so I think that's just where my love for Bible journaling came from. Um, so I grew up in the church. I'm a pastor's kid. And so growing up like that, it just put a lot of pressure on me to try and live up to a whole bunch of standards. Um, and I would always say, you know, before I knew Jesus, I would always say, oh, I know God. Like, I know about God. I know about God. But I never really knew Christ uh, intimately and personally. And so that's something that has definitely changed within the past, I want to say three years. Um, it's just been a radical renewal of my mind. And it's been very beautiful to have that change that God has just um, done in me. Uh, my sin was revealed to me very evidently in 2020. And I realized my need for a savior. And that's just when Jesus called me home. And I think from there, um, it has just like manifested itself um, from the Lord just into this beautiful ongoing relationship. And that's just kind of how journaling for me, um, is just such a beautiful thing that I get to do. It's just something, some way that I get to spend time with my father. And so it's just a really fun thing. I love it. I love it. I, um, so, um, did you start Bible journaling right away three years ago in 2020? Um, when you gave your heart and life back over to Jesus and surrendered it? Or did, like, was it something that you just picked up recently? How long have you been doing it? Yeah. So it wasn't, I think the year of 2020, I think that whole year was just all about trying to, um, establish my relationship with Christ. I think that whole year, I didn't really, um, understand the Bible too much. It kind of took a while for me to kind of establish my relationship with Jesus. I kind of went through a season where I was like, 
God, if you are who you say you are, help me to see you that way. Like help me to see your beauty. Help me to see this refinement that you're doing in me. Um, and through that, I was able to start consistently getting in the word. And then of course, like every young girl, I would go on Pinterest and I would look at everything on Pinterest and be like, oh my gosh, these Bibles are beautiful. Um, I would love to, you know, make art and, and journal just like how all these girls are doing. And so I think it probably took about a year, um, for me to really just fall in love with Bible journaling and journaling as a whole. And I just saw it as something that could just help me um, just love God more and help me to understand him more during my Bible study time. So Pinterest is what attracted you to Bible journaling? Oh my gosh. Pinterest, Pinterest is dangerous, man. I <laughs> Hello, my name is Sherry and I'm addicted to Pinterest. <laughs> like yes. I, yes. You know, and I actually, oh gosh, probably 2016, maybe, I think I like came across Bible journaling and it was like these gorgeous, like pictures of mountains that people were drawing in their Bible. And I have no artistic skill whatsoever. None, none. Mm -mm. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler, but I bought a journaling Bible anyways. And I like tried to spend some time like drawing what I was studying and it's, it's not very good. I don't share it at all, but I, there is something about your Bible journaling that's a little bit more writing and not so much drawing that attracted me to your Instagram page because I like, I like to write, you know, I'm a writer and, but I also loved how you did all the coloring and everything. And so I was like, Oh, this is a whole new take on what I thought Bible journaling was. So yes, yes. I love everything like that you do on your, and of course we're going to tag your Instagram page to the show notes so everybody could go check you out. But like what, um, what did you buy first? Like, oh, I'm sure you bought a Bible first, but like then where did you go from there? Yeah. So I always tell people, I, there is no right or wrong supplies to buy whenever you want to start writing notes in your Bible. Um, there's nothing right or wrong, but of course there were some things that I immediately was like, I have to get that. Like that seems great for journaling, especially in my Bible. Cause we all know Bible pages are thin stuff can bleed through. And so it can get kind of tricky. Um, so one thing I always tell people if they want to start journaling, especially in the Bible is to always go for Tombow brush pens. So those work amazing. They're not technically highlighters, but they, they do the job. Um, I always go for the pastel ones. So if you're looking for a good set, go with the pastel ones. Cause those are absolutely beautiful. Um, and they're dual ended. So you can uh, write with a marker and also highlight with the other side as well. So they're really great. They're not super cheap, um, but, you know, it's an investment if, you know, you want to get into this hobby. I think it's a great idea. Um, I would also say the mild liner highlighters are really, really great as well. Um, but I would only really recommend those for people that have a journaling Bible because journaling Bibles, the pages tend to be a tad bit thicker. And that's really important for the mild liners because they can sometimes bleed through if it's not a journaling Bible. So that's just something kind of important to remember about that. Um, of course, this is something extra, but I always like to get a, a, a pack of like little sticky notes because it's fun. Uh, you can use it for like bookmarks or you can just write little side notes, stick it on the page. That's always fun. Probably the number one thing that I would say, and this goes without saying, is pens. You need to make sure you find a pen 
um, that is light, but that you can write on because you don't, you do not want it to bleed through. Um, but yes, pens are very important. It doesn't matter, honestly, what kind I use just the Bic pens. Um, they're super cheap. You can grab them at Walmart for like $3 and I just get a pack of like 24 and they work perfectly for me. So I would just say, get what you like, get the colors you like. I also have some, um, some uh, color pencils that I also use. Those are really great. I get some erasable ones just because you make mistakes, you'll probably want to erase it. And so I do get those as well. So how do you feel like your relationship with Jesus has evolved because of your Bible journaling? So much. Um, I think at first when it came to reading the word, um, like I had told you, I was very confused. I had heard all these people you know, shouting at me from the world saying the Bible is boring. Like you're not going to be able to understand it. Um, it's so bland. And, and, you know, I always tell people the words of scripture are beautiful in themselves. We do not need to add anything to it, but I think that Bible journaling, it's just a really fun and creative way to add, um, art onto the pages of the Bible. Some people say that it's defacing the Bible to color or to highlight or to write. And I don't think that at all. I think Christ meant for us to have our sweet time with Jesus and to enjoy our time with Jesus. And I think that Bible journaling has really just helped me to understand like, Hey, it's good to take notes. It's good to highlight. It's good to underline. It's good to make connections and draw little arrows and even color a picture on there. If you want, if it helps you to remember the beauty of that scripture, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think when we do Bible journal, we need to remember that the beauty in scripture it's there alone. We don't need to add to it, but that we can just uh, draw pictures and highlight and make notes. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Just because we don't have to doesn't mean that we shouldn't. I, I totally agree with you. I've heard people say that too. That's like, oh, that's defacing my Bible. They act like it's the flag, you know, because you, you're not supposed to let the flag touch the ground, but God wants us in his word. He yeah. wants us like to use it as a roadmap for this life. And like, when you have an old map in front of you, you're going to draw on it and you're going to write on it and remember your directions and know which way to go and which way to turn. And so to me, it's just like making your map easier to um, explore and understand because you are making those little notes and putting those little comments and highlights on it. And so you can remember, like, I love to write in my Bible, especially if um, God really speaks to me about something like I want to remember it. So why not journal mm -hmm. it down right there and put it right there in, in the word and write what he brought to your attention. So yeah, I've, I've heard people, people have looked at me funny when I've said something about Bible journaling and they're like, Oh, you know, that's not, you shouldn't do that to the word. I'm like, why not? <laughs> like, where yeah. does it say, don't write in me, don't write color in me. Like, show me, show me where it says that. So anyways, yeah. mm, um, <laughs> that was one of my tangents. I'm like, okay, like, why are you making up these rules? But like, yeah, I know. <laughs> So what um, advice would you give someone that said, hey, I, I think this is cool, but I don't know, like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. Like, what would you say to them? My biggest piece of advice, and this is something that I share, I'm very passionate about this on my Instagram page. Um, and this may sound a little bit of an oxymoron, but uh, like I had mentioned, 
Bible journaling is not necessary. Um, I think we live in a day and an age where we're all about the aesthetics of it. We want everything to look pretty. We want everything to look a certain way. We want to just do, do, do be the best that we can for it to look a certain way. And so, yeah, you know, this whole, this whole time, this whole conversation, we're talking about Bible journaling. And at the end, I'm, I'm mentioning it's not needed because it's not the beauty of scripture is in the scriptures. We do not need to add to it. We do not need to light a candle and get all the colors out and, and do the best calligraphy um, and make it all look neat. God is not going to be more pleased with me if my Bible is prettier and note-taking than yours, you know? And so it's not needed. And so that would be probably my biggest piece of advice is so there, there's no pressure because I've had so many young women come to me and they're like, Becca, my Bible does not look as good as yours. And I'm like, but that's not what it's about. It's not a competition. It's not um, to put pressure on yourself. It's to spend time with our father and just make art out of it and enjoy it. Um, don't make it a competition because then you lose the glory. You you lose giving the glory to our father. And that's what it's about. Um, and so that's probably my biggest piece of advice, advice is don't stress it. It's supposed to be meant for just a sweet time. We don't have to try and add beauty to the scriptures. Um, but if it's something that you desire, like you think, oh, it would be fun. I want to go for it. I think the second part of that is you don't have to, but if you want to go for it, do not let people make you feel like you're disrespecting Jesus or um, that you have to do it a certain way. Just highlight, take some notes, write your thoughts down, journal in your Bible. It's a really fun thing to do. I like to do it in the mornings. I think it's very fun. It starts your day off. Um, you know, it starts your whole day off with just your sweet time with Jesus. And I think that's really fun. Um, and just don't worry about the aesthetics. Don't worry about your handwriting. Don't worry. Well, all these girls on Pinterest, they do it such a good way. And Rebecca, I, your account, your notes are so good. Just write from your heart. Just write what the father is, is putting on your heart and just go from there. And hopefully God willing, that will just, you will just overflow out of the abundance of love that God gives you. You will just overflow with love into your, your Bible journaling. That's the hope for it. Right. Right. Exactly. And I love um, one of your posts, I think it was the end of January, you posted about just spending time with Jesus and that it doesn't have to be recorded or shared. It just needs to be mm -hmm. intimate and personal. And, you know, I think real is what you put. And, and I, that's one thing that I love about your account. You're not constantly posting, you're not constantly sharing every day. And so you're living out what you're saying. And yeah. I appreciate that so much about you is because you're just, you, you are who you say you are. Like, you're not, you're not saying, oh, you don't have to share this. Um, but then you're sharing like three and five posts a day or three and five reels a day showing all your Bible time with Jesus. And I love that about you. But I think one of the things that I think was so awesome on one of your posts that I loved was um, you did one about organizing your Bible and um love that. I want to make sure that we share that with everybody because I love how you highlighted the different chapters and how they were history and the letters. And I don't, I don't know. Have you read, um, 
the book literally about breaking down the different genres of the Bible. Have you, have you read that book? No, I haven't. We did a podcast about it and it's literally, and it's by Christy. I always mess up her name. Christy, Anna Wallabala or something. I can't say her name right. (laughs) Oh, and anyways, I I can't even grab the book to look at it, to say it because a, a girl that I mentor is borrowing it right now. But, um, it's in that your, that post made me think, oh my gosh, people need to see this post and read her book. And then they will understand how to get into their words so much more and what they're reading. Like, because Mm -hmm. when you realize that it's all one big love story with different genres and different parts, it makes it so much easier. And then you're not saying, oh, I can't read my Bible because I don't understand it. Um, I'm a big, um, we talk about being in the word a lot in this community and on this podcast and on our social media. I mean, cause it is um, like, it is, I call it our self-help book. I know a lot of people don't like to call the Bible a self-help book, but I'm telling you, it has all your answers right there in it. It does. Mm-hmm. It's your father writing a love letter to you, telling you that how much he loves you and he cares for you and how to overcome different things. Um, so yeah, I also loved that, that you broke down your Bible um, if anybody doesn't take anything else away, if you are not a, an artist and you are, have no interest in Bible journaling, go find that post because that is like a great way to understand and study your Bible is by breaking it down by the different genres. I love that you did that. I absolutely loved it. It was just awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was super fun to make that video. Um, I find that it really helps people to understand, like you said, um, breaking it down because a lot of people, when they start reading their Bible, they don't really know where to start. And so I feel like by breaking it down, they can go, okay, well, let me just read one of the gospels. Let me figure out who Jesus is, his character, you know, what he came to do. And, um, that video was super fun to make. So I'm really glad that you like that. Cause yeah, I, love- I love that video. I loved it. And I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to see this. And so they will understand if they don't want to read Christie's book, they can look at your post. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, it When I saw it, that's the first thing that came to my mind was that book. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if she's read that book. Um, So do you have any other um, tidbits or anything else on your heart that you want to share about Bible journaling or um, I, you know, anything else that God just laid on your heart to share with our community? Yeah. Well, um, one thing that I really want to say is kind of what I was saying earlier about, um, the aesthetics of it. Um, I feel like we live in a culture that is, you know, pushing on, pushing on us as a whole, as a generation to, um, just be better and do more and, I want to say not so much just about Bible journaling, but our time with Jesus alone. Um, There is no specific way how that has to look. And I always like to say, I'm in college right now. And so I'm a college student. And so I know that there is so much stuff to be done during the day. And you're like, I don't have time. I don't, I barely have time to get in the word. How am I supposed to have time to Bible journal? Like, how am I supposed to have time to get all my colors together and be creative when I barely have time to even read the word? I want to encourage you who's listening to this. Spending time with Jesus is in the mundane stuff. Um, Opening up a good book. And just resting. That is your time with Jesus. Maybe it's Bible journaling. That is your time with Jesus. 
um, waking up in the morning and literally just singing praises to him. That is your time with Jesus. We can be with Jesus all throughout our day. Do not think that, oh, I'm not Bible journaling. Am I, am I really giving, giving my full, full self to God? If I'm not journaling or I'm not spending hours in my word, um, friend, you're just putting pressure on yourself. And that is not what God intended it to be. We're meant to be in communion with him and everything is worship, doing your makeup in the morning, doing your hair, just enjoy the presence of Jesus because that is what we were meant to do. And Bible journaling, like I said, it's an outpour of just abundance of the love that Christ gives us. And so we want to say, Hey, I want to give it back to you, God. I want to I want to do this art and I just want to enjoy this time with you. And so I'm going to use my Bible journaling to do that time with you. But just know everything you do is worship. Don't don't limit your worship to our creator. Just enjoy it. Amen. Amen. That is so good. I cannot believe you're just 20. You are just you're a wise 20 year old. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. So good. Um, I always um, like to end with kind of a fun question to fun to round everything off with the interview. I'm a reader. Um, have been a reader since I was a small girl. Um, so I am going to give you three book titles and I want you to pick from one of the book titles. And then I'm going to ask you a question kind of based off that book title. So three of my favorite books when I was younger were Little Women, uh, A Wrinkle in Time and A Secret Garden. I want you to pick one of those titles. Okay. Well, I actually read A Wrinkle in Time. So I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick that one. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, A Wrinkle in Time, she's a young 13 year old girl going back in another dimension to try to find her dad. I want to know what would, if Rebecca could go back to 13 year old Rebecca and visit her, what advice, what would you say to 13 year old Rebecca? I would probably say, um, man, I don't want to bring down the, the <laughs> happy vibes, man, but I would probably say that everything is meaningless. I would probably say, I would quote man, if I could to the day I die, Ecclesiastes, because everything is meaningless. Um, and I would tell her, Rebecca, fix your eyes on the eternal because we look around every job title, every possession, every every vacation, like everything is temporary. None of this is lasting. Um, the followers on Instagram, the, the, the views on TikTok, nothing is lasting, but Jesus is eternal. And that's what matters. And it's a lot easier to say than to do or to live out. It's difficult to live out a lifestyle that's fixed on the eternal but that is what matters. And so be bold for that. Um, 13 year old Rebecca, man, she was a shy girl. She did not know Jesus. Uh, she didn't care to know Jesus. And so, um, that's what I would tell her is to just fix your eyes on what is eternal, what is lasting, because everything that you're looking at is not, um, and just spend that time with Jesus, just get to know his heart. Cause it is beautiful. And when you know him, when we seek him, we will find him. And that's a promise. And that's just a beautiful thing. Amen. Amen. That was so, that was so good. So good. Rebecca, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your time and your wisdom and for telling us, um, all about your beautiful, um, 
talent that you have Bible journaling. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I was so excited when you messaged me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag it. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.